Welcome to So to Speak with your host, Vishnu Hedmark. This podcast was inspired by the stories of individuals whose mark on the world I admire. Each conversation will delve into guests' background and upbringing, their setbacks and hardships, passions and creative journeys, and ultimately, we explore the tales that make these lovely people who they are and their hopes and dreams for the future. Originally from Melbourne, Catback is an artist whose work is stripped down and bare, elegant and inspiring. She currently resides in Byron Bay and facilitates the weekly drop-in-life drawing sessions, which features live music and allows artists to do just that, drop into themselves and their creativity. I met Kat when she drove up from Byron and came to my hometown. She has a cool girl rock star quality, but as soon as she started speaking to me, I was drawn in by her warmth and honesty and her really good sense of humor. I am so happy she agreed to sit down with me and discuss how she got to this truth, her truth, living simply, facing her fears, and drawing from the heart. Start recording now, and we're live. I'm live. What do you want? Cat. Hi. <laughs> so much for doing this with me. Thank you. <laughs> this is exciting. It is. You're exciting. <laughs> it's true. Ah. You're very inspirational uh, source for me. Oh. Yeah, definitely. That's nice, because you're an inspirational source for me. I, I don't know if you know this. No, I don't, but I'm happy to hear it's me. Yeah, yeah. It helps. The things that you've been putting up on your Instagram lately, I'm like picking oh, colors oh, and then good. putting them in my paintings. See, we're all we're, we're all here for it's each very other. Very cool. I think, yeah, that's. I'm hoping that that's um, how people feel. Yeah. About whatever it is, this is going to be. Yeah. But let's start with, like, tell me just a little bit about where you're from and what your story is and your childhood, because we actually what haven't childhood? Had, Yeah, we haven't actually <laughs> had this conversation yet. Wow. Um, okay, I am from Melbourne, yeah. and I, um, I'm currently living in Bangalore, and I've been living there. I've been living up, back up north for just over, I don't know, one and a half years, yeah. I guess. So I've done the little, like, back and forth dance between Byron area and here for yeah. 14 years. Really? Has it been that long? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. I, this, when I was 17, I actually first had the first, like, real, real oh, pull. Yeah. Got a stupid tattoo. Did you? <laughs> yeah. That's always good. It's either a tattoo or a piercing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, thank God. Um, the tattoo you can actually erase in the whole you. Yeah, I forget about it. And then I'm just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's um, But, yeah, so I've just been pulled back and forth to this area. But I'm... I think it's like the Piscean in me because I'm Piscean. And yeah. so it's like the two fish that are just like flapping yeah. away. Let me find my place. City time. <laughs> country time. City time. Country time. Um, and yeah, so I grew up in Melbourne in at the back of the Telmarine Airport. Really? So uninspiring. Wow. Such an uninspiring place. And thank God I had my older sister. I've got two older sisters and the middle one. Well, both of them, they both added, like, yeah, good good points. One was into, like, um, you know, Kiss and Prince and Motley Crue, and the other yeah. one was into, you know, like, meditation and... Well, the polar, polar opposites. Polar opposites, yeah. yeah. 
You landed somewhere um, in between. I landed in between, yeah. And so, but the Natalie, my older sister, she was um, always kind of going forth, going out. And I was a bit like, what, what's happening? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I always knew that there was more than what was just here. So I just um, used to catch a train or tram into the city and like to St Kilda and just look around and look at the hippies yeah. and just be like, oh, there's a whole different life. And um, I used to take photos when I was younger and really? just go and take photos of people in the city. And it was like my little escape. And observation. My observation. Played a role. And yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so growing up wasn't really that inspiring, but I was a little brat. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to do this. Oh, such a brat. But, and so I was gonna drop out of school, and, um, but my art teacher, which I used to always spar with yeah. a lot, and- This was in high school? In high school, yeah. She was, she was amazing. She was such a beautiful character. She used to dress like Frida Kahlo yeah. and just like red lips, Miss Carianis. Wow. And we used to like get really fiery at each other. But <laughs> one time I told her I was going to drop out yeah. and she just, she came up to me and she was just like, you can't drop out. And I was just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you just, you just can't drop out. She goes, what can I do to make you stay? And I was like, just let me sit outside, listen to music and draw. And wow. she did. Really? Yeah. And it was amazing. I just sat outside, listened to the doors over and over wow. <laughs> and just drew Jim Morrison. I just kind of, it, I used to, I don't know, get really frustrated with the talk that would be happening mm -hmm. and get all involved and high and mighty and right. then be distracted to other students and all that kind of stuff. So I think she was kind of <laughs> like, this is, this is works for both me and you. Yeah. 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 So I really like, yeah, um, appreciate her and then my grandmother, my nonna, who's yeah. just recently yeah. passed away, she, um, she's always been a big encourager in my artwork as well, and since I was little, I used to just love drawing, Yeah. and um, since I was little, she would just be um, like, oh, my Katarina, you're going to be a great artist. Yeah. Do you remember, is there a time when you think back in your childhood where you remember doing drawing something or taking a picture of something that you thought wow i really i really like that and you acknowledge that aspect of yourself yeah i used to draw a lot of cartoons mm -hmm. when i was little and i think it just i don't you know i think i remember going through something one day and it was just like heaps yeah. <laughs> just random cartoons and i think it was just maybe like a little escape like yeah. an escape world that i could just go into and so then yeah once but was there ever a uh, like, of like your actual capability? No, I don't think so. Not for me. Mm -hmm. Like I've never, um, I can't, I don't know, I, don't, I can't really remember going, oh, well, I'm really good at this. Mm -hmm. something. Like, but I you just, got that encouragement from your, from your nun. Yeah, yeah. And she was a painter and, um, and then she was like my, my world when I was younger. Yeah. She's just most like this kind of like the same as my art teacher. She's, eccentric and loud yeah. and crazy and where was she from she's from slovenia and so which side of your mother your mother my, my mom's yeah, mom yeah so my dad's polish and my mom's slovenian so italian wow and so Mixture. my yeah so my grandmother's like they're literally on the border yeah. so you would jump back and forth slovenia italy wow um and yeah so she's like she had a really hard life and so she was just 
this person I looked up to. So yeah. when the embassy was just like, oh, you're going to be, I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am to please you. I will. Aww. So we had that special bond between us and it was really, it was really nice. We used to go to the galleries together. And did she live there as well or did she live? She lived in Brisbane. Okay, always. Yeah, always. So I used to go up and just kind of, yeah. Yeah. There were some bad times with us, but yeah, we always had this kind of, I think out of everyone in the family, her and I had this like... Real connection. Um, yeah. So, after high school, did yeah. you go to school for graphic design? Is that no. So, okay. Um, I applied for seven art schools wow. after high school. I went to a, another school in year 12 and the art teacher was not as, um, she was younger and wasn't, you know, it was just, it wasn't really, mm. I, I lost my dad at the start of the year and um, so I was just a little bit disconnected um, and she wasn't very encouraging to yeah. like for the next journey, I guess. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, I applied for seven uh, different art schools and I got into six. Wow. And yeah, and it was just, and then I, I just deferred. <laughs> You're just like, actually. I was like, mm, no, oh. I'm going to go overseas. And um, a lot of things that the, and I'll come back to this, but a lot of things, and I remember this the other week actually, that um, a lot of things the art schools would tell me was that my range was too broad. Right. And I had too many different styles and blah, 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 blah. And I took that really negatively and like, right. oh. Yeah. Um, and it's funny how 20, wait, how old am I? I don't even know. Maybe, no, probably about 20 years later, 18, something mm. like that, years later. Don't know how old I am. <laughs> um, that it's just like, oh, shut up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. just like learning to kind of. Yeah, I went to um, a semester school in, um, a semester at the studio school in New York City. Oh my God. Uh, for drawing. It was like a small, it was like a really small class and it was, I had just moved back from India after being in India since I was 12. So I was 21 or 14 to 21. And um, so I went there and I remember the teacher said to me, your drawing's too pretty. And it was a life drawing class. Your drawing's too pretty. I need you to like make it dirty, like make it gritty, make it real. And I was like, so perplexed and confused by him because yeah. I was drawing what I saw mm. in the way that I felt was true to what I saw. Yeah, yeah. And so it completely uh, disenchanted my desire to continue. Yeah. Like I could have gone then and studied for another four years. Yeah. And I just was like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what, what you were trying to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I remember going to an exhibition of like all their students of that year and basically every single one of them looked exactly the same. I couldn't differentiate like color tone, color palette, shape, sizes, everything was oh, the wow. same. And I just felt so you don't want me to be myself. You want me to be what suits your view of what art should be. And I just was like, no, no. I can't like, and it really, it crushed my yeah. creative spirit. I just, yeah. I went. Which schools do? Yeah, I, it, and it took a long time. Yeah, for me to 
go, oh, actually, there's something within me that, yeah. however which way it's executed, is fine the way it is. Yeah. And the point is just to do it and not yes. to be yes. wrapped up in what it eventually yes. does. Which is what I tell the people that come to my class every Tuesday. Yeah. You know? I'm just like, get rid of the ego, get yeah. rid of the judgment. You're just going to be putting it on yourself. So just just go with what comes yeah and, and this moment. yeah and i'm like you know you're not going to be you know you put you place your own kind of um uh goals mm. on yourself mm. but just go easy yeah you know? like you're not yeah. wanting you're not sitting here for two hours to create a masterpiece right exactly you can build up to that if you want but just like yeah. just let this be a playtime. So you deferred? I deferred. I went overseas. I went overseas. Then I came back. Um, Where did you go, by the way? I went to America mm -hmm. and then to Europe mm -hmm. and just did the, you know, 18 year old travel. Yeah. Which um, I think is so important. For yeah, people. it was good. It was really good. It was, um, yeah, it was pretty amazing. And, and I think, like, I kind of grew up with a lot of fear. And mm. even now, like, last night, I kicked two fears. <laughs> um, but it's it's just been this thing for me that whenever there's been something that's happened, I'm almost like just I go there. So mm. the year before we went overseas, um, a few months before was um, September 11. Yeah, and then the next year we're in New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like, everyone was like, why would you travel now? It's just like, well, you just gotta do it. Just gotta do it. And yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I came back. Um, God, it's just been the upper town. <laughs> then I came back and I was, went to like live with my grandparents in Brisbane and then I came back to Melbourne and then I said to my mum, oh, I'm thinking about going back to like, you know, applying to study again or like taking on the, yeah, because I deferred or moving to Byron. And um, I said, what do you think I should do? And she was just like, well, you know, it's up to you, it's your choice. And mm -hmm. it's like racking my brain and drove two hours and went for a surf on my own which is like the most stupidest dangerous thing because I didn't even know how to surf then <laughs> and then I came back and I'm like mum I made my decision she's like what cool you're gonna go to school yeah, and I was yeah. just like I'm moving to Byron <laughs> and so I moved to Byron and then um I studied I ended up studying clothing and textiles production cool yeah because I was going to be a fashion designer yeah but um wait how did you go from yeah. How did that, what sparked that is, uh, uh well, I've always kind of been into like, you know, vintage wear mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And a friend and I were going to start this label and I was like, cool. Um, one of us needs to know how to make the clothes. Yes, and yeah. so I went to study. And so you, you studied it, you got your degree. No, just diploma. Okay. Yeah, just diploma. Two years, then, um, moved back to Melbourne, went into clothing production, lasted for six months and went, no, I cannot do what these people have been doing right. for 40 years. Yeah. Like, I, 20 to, I can't be that person. And so I finally enrolled in art school yeah. and got into and um, got into RMIT Visual Arts. Yeah. It's just it was yeah. just tape, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. It was great. It was I was going through a bit of a time where I feel, and this is the thing. It's it's one of those things that. You go to study and you think that they're going to give you all the answers, yes. and then they, you can't force creativity. Right. So they're like, and you've got this much time to do yeah. this and have a concept and make it mean and blah blah blah. 
blah, and you're just like, oh. If there's anything that splashes that yeah. creating drive, it's yeah. a, a timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was it was really hard. It was a hard time. I just was in a, I was in a new relationship because I was going to come back to Melbourne, stay for a year, and then go and study overseas, and then I got into a relationship. Yeah. Um, and so I was in this relationship, and I was, you know, studying, and it was all just a bit like... It just wasn't the right timing for me, I don't right. think. And, um, and anyway, it was good. I learned a lot of things. It was quite interesting because um, I remember taking some artworks and my teacher said, had you just drawn this from a picture? And I right. said, yes. And he said, you can't do that. You have to draw from life. You right. don't get the same dimensions right. from a picture. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because that's how yeah. I've only yeah. ever drawn. Yeah. Like, from a picture and then so um yeah life drawing classes were really formative formative for me then um but still the same thing where I was just always doubting my work and yeah. you know just questioning myself I remember when I lived with a friend in Byron um we she studied visual arts at um Southern Cross mm -hmm. and we would we would paint and um she uh would we paint together and I'd be like, oh, I really love the way that you paint because yeah. I feel like you know what you're doing. Yeah. And she would say to me, no, I really like the way that you paint because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And so yeah. it comes from the truth. And then fast forward, you know, five, six years later, I'm like, oh, I totally understand what she means. Yeah. And like, yeah. But it took that long, yeah. that long for you to get out of your own way. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, um, and so then my, um, is this okay? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, so then my, now would I like to see my friend painting? Yeah. Oh, I love the way that Yeah, you, you can really appreciate it more so now, yeah, right? It's real truth and it's like, you're not thinking about things like, you know, how this blah, blah, blah. And then- Do I, you think she was always that way or was it also a tool that she really had to, um, to, to really um, manifest in herself? Um, to naturally paint. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think she just trusts herself. Mm. Yeah. Which I yeah, she just like, you know, that's her style and she just goes on and I just I just love it. Mm. I love it because she's there's no like oh and she just takes inspiration from, you know, what she sees and then but um so that's been yeah, so then I started visual arts and then I was gonna do fine art. Yeah. go on to do the university degree and then all this stuff happened where like the course wasn't going to be recognized internationally right. it was going to be more expensive two really beautiful teachers that i had at tafe um were protesting against it and then got oh, fired oh no and so i was just like mm, something going on there. this is so i'm going to get into twenty thousand dollar debt have less contact hours with the teacher yeah. and just be killing myself in the studio because you know what like what what's it for was that a moment where you really trusted yourself you think Did yeah you know, I, and I knew that like, I wasn't ready yeah. as well and so um yeah I just kind of went away from that and then um what did I end up doing oh god and then I like I ended up opening a cafe and all. I went down yeah, a whole different path yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because I read that about you and I'm so curious because obviously that's what I do mm. What led you to that? And crazy. Um, I met 
my what friend. What was it called again? Um, so we had Wild Horse Cafe. Yeah. And that was a vintage caravan that we did for festivals and events. Amazing. And then we had Pony Cafe, which was a cafe a behind natural. Federation Square. Yeah. And um, it was just so... I... It's... Okay, so I, did, <laughs> I think the best way to describe this whole thing is, is that basically I had... I was dealing with massive creative blocks. Yeah. And so any way that I could use my creativity and feel like that was being used. Yeah, I would just kind of like jump on board. And I also was suffering from like I had anxiety and I had, a, and I had this thing about not ever being able to do something on my own. Mm-hmm. And so me and my friend Christine met and it was like the power forces yeah. joined and yeah, like we're still the best of friends today and um, we speak each other's language yeah. and we just know that there's something more yeah. like it's yeah and we're always like <laughs> trying to jump the mountains to get there but um, we her her husband ran a festival mm-hmm. and he um, they had like a coffee man there and it's a bit slow and all this kind of stuff so we just went we can do Let's it. just do filter coffee. And yeah. Sunday morning, people woke up and there was this whole cafe on the top of the hill. And um, we just had filter coffee and people were coming up going, do we get a seat? And we're like, oh, no, it's, no, it's just, you just, just, you know. Go about your business. Yeah, like yeah. we made tables out of pallets and had yeah. newspapers and everything. And um, we just noticed the kind of, the thing about especially Melbournians that they're in the middle of Victoria and they're like, where's the good coffee? Yeah, yeah. And so we was like, whoa, like we should do this. And um, and so it's funny because now there's a lot of those things, mm-hmm. but I feel like we were one, one of the start. So you, like, and you, I, you influenced it. I didn't realise that until when, you know, the big kind of com- coffee companies started getting their caravans mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And, and, um, and that's why it was also a good time to kind of get out of it because in the market gets quite yeah, yeah, like of course. Stuff. So how long did you do that for? Um, so we had the business for about four and a half years. Wow. Yeah. A, a, a commitment for yeah. hospitality. Yeah. It wasn't like we made our own rules and it was so much fun mm. until we, and then we got the like the setting for like the actual physical cafe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then was you're like, like, oh my gosh. I don't remember that year of my life. Really? Yeah. It was just like, I don't remember that year. Were you still... You, did you just cons- let it consume your life, or did you also at that same time still have your drawing or your? No, so yeah, I would still draw and everything, but every, so um, my partner would be, he would say, Why don't you sell your things? Why don't you know? Why don't you do this? Mm. And I just be like, I just never felt like anything was really good enough. Or, mm. And I had, so I had all the things that defined me as an artist mm-hmm. and as a like pattern maker and so I had the sewing machine and I had the materials and I had the paints and every time I go to the paint store I'd buy something else and but it would all just sit there yeah and so but as long as I had all this stuff it made me feel like defined yeah yeah I was like if I've got all this stuff then I am that person yeah and then now ironically that I feel like I'm in the best part of my creativity all I need is a paper and pen (laughs) you stripped it right down right yeah and, and um, you're doing it as opposed to, sit, yeah, you know, you're being defined by what you do as opposed to what you have around yes. you. Yes, yeah. And now I'm just like, you know, I just, I realize that it, 
it's not about having the best paper and, right. and so my practice is a lot about um, not being not like breaking down perfection mm -hmm. and that's like in ter like in terms of the body but mm -hmm. also in terms of you know what we think like I used to buy this notepad and then be so scared to put the pen to the paper right, right. and so now I just draw on the, the shittiest paper and and rips and everything yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like that's okay mm -hmm. um so and yeah I, I, I sold a, a print a couple of weeks ago and a, a few prints and this woman this lovely woman got back to me she's like oh just um the paper colors are different and there's like a bit of um, marks on some of these papers and she's like is that meant to be that way and I was just like yeah yeah, yeah. it's like I you know I don't I don't work on I work with different things, different papers. I spill my coffee, mm -hmm. I get marks, and it's just, it's an added element of- Exactly, it's, it's become, it becomes part of your art as yeah. opposed to something yeah. that stops you from doing your art. Yeah, and I just said, you know, I could probably Photoshop them out, but then it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it then um, goes against the integrity of the work. Right, so. and then art, creativity is yeah. the, um, how is it best put, creativity is the, the path that takes you down to your true sense of curiosity, yes. yeah, as opposed to living in a place of fear. Yeah. So all those things yeah. that could be imperfections or yeah. whatnot, you fear what they're going to be perceived as. Yeah. Not something that's just part of the creative process. Yes, and I think a lot of the time I didn't create because I felt like it had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm just totally against that. Yeah. And so now, you know, I'm just kind of like, oh no, I, you know, I've creased that paper or I've ripped that paper. And it's just like, oh well, like it's, it's kind of like, it doesn't, it's not decreasing the value yeah. of the artwork, but it's not, um, it's not making it bigger than what it needs to be yeah. for me. That's a beautiful place to be yeah. and to sit in and yeah. go from there. And when she gets, so she sends me this email, she's like, oh my God, I love it even more. <laughs> Thank you so much for explaining. I was like, oh, phew, But I just basically had, um, during this time, I just had the worst create the worst creative blocks. And I used to say to my partner, he'd be like, you know, you should do this. And I was like, you don't understand. You don't know what it's like to be creative. No, <laughs> you don't know what it's like. And um, I started getting tools to kind of help mm -hmm. me. And The Artist Way is mm -hmm. yeah, um, very amazing. Yeah. So I'm always recommending The Artist yeah. Way to people. And then I go, okay, so I've only read half the book about 12 years ago, <laughs> but it's amazing. And the morning pages. Yeah, yeah. So morning pages. Mm -hmm. totally helped and do you um, feel like that has helped also with your anxiety yes and now and then reading back on the old morning pages mm -hmm. oh this poor girl yeah. she's all just like talking about how you know I was talking about how I know that it's inside of me mm -hmm. but I just it I couldn't get it out right and then um and then I got this eye eye thing mm -hmm. so my eye became my eyes became infected somehow right. and I had like they were just blown up and the skin around them and, and my sister my god my sister Natalie she's just the most amazing human and as I get older I'm just like 
you know, you know when your family gives you advice and you're a bit like, yeah, 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 yeah cool. Yeah, and then yeah. some stranger will say one thing, you're like, oh, yeah. But now I'm just like, good. my sister Natalie, she's just like, now I'm just really, I've learned to just be like, you're trust onto her. it. You trust her. So I was going through this hell time because I had this eye stuff, and she just said to me, "It's your creative block." Mm-hmm. She's like, "You, you just." it's your creative block I don't know why I don't know why she said it she must have seen it in me somehow I was doing I had the cafe so I was creative in that way like you know designing the cafe and all this all that stuff but it does lose its um, shiny yeah and and then it wasn't like yeah it was an achievement but it wasn't um, and that's another people were like oh I was like yeah yeah it's good (laughs) (laughs) and this is because I knew I always knew deep down inside that I had this thing and then I was like okay I'm going to start life drawing classes mm-hmm. again because I always really enjoyed them at school and googled life drawing classes and then came across not believe it came across this um life drawing class called awakening the eye oh hello my eye was fucked oh, sorry for something Beat and awakening the eye wow and I was just called my sister and I was just like oh my god and it was this course and it was with this man and it was about meditating mm-hmm. so you, it was meditation and art and mm-hmm. you would meditate before we started the class and then we would spend a good 20 minutes just like staring at something and just tracing it wow. and not looking at the paper yeah yeah and it was basically like the ways of seeing so yeah. really seeing what was in front of you mm-hmm. and really dropping into a space and yeah. being so present to this object that's in front of you and my friend Christine and I did this course and we say it changed our lives wow. like it changed our lives um, do you feel it changed your life in that it forced you to be present did you find that it forced you to be present in other areas of your life where you were neglecting that really stifled that creative process, that really blocked you from becoming who you feel you are meant to be. Yes, yeah, and it just, it was just, it just, it made me able to see Mm -hmm. a whole new way of seeing. And then it introduced me to meditation as well. Um, And then, um, so. So you were still living down in Melbourne, right? I was still in Melbourne. When you did that course? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I did, did that course, and um, then, then yeah, then I think then that's when we opened the cafes, and then um, I was going to life drawing, mm-hmm. and they, but it was just great, and my, I'd be like, friends, come, mm-hmm. and I'd have friends come to life drawing, and you know, this all kind of progressed, like after a while, mm-hmm. and I remember just thinking to myself okay like I remember and I've got the piece this one piece now that the breakthrough I call it the breakthrough yeah. piece I got it framed um I remember one time being in life drawing and just going uh okay just look beyond what you see mm-hmm. and so taking all the things that I've kind of learned through the time and I just saw the body completely mm-hmm. different and it was just like it started to become abstract and then mm-hmm. the lines and all that kind of stuff. So I started drawing like that. Yeah, like, you know, this stuff hasn't happened in a year. Mm-hmm. This has happened over 
many, many, many years. years. And I think, yeah, create, my creativity has really got in the way of creativity and anxiety. It's got really in the way of, like, um, relationships mm-hmm. and things like that. So, anyway, I, I broke through and I was like, oh, my God, yes, I've done it. Like, yeah. I remember the breakthrough moment. And my um, partner and I, we ended up um, splitting up. Yeah. And it was, like, all the, the security, everything that I had for five years, um, for the past seven years, um, just dissipated. Dissipated, and so I came back to Melbourne because I moved to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Came back to Melbourne. I moved into a tiny space mm-hmm. in a place in Melbourne where hardly anyone knows where it is. Yeah. And um, I just this whole my whole life, I just felt like I needed to be alone, yeah. but I was too scared yeah. to be alone. And so I um. I remember signing the lease on this place and sitting there that the first night and just going, oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were alone. And I just remember saying, this is what you wanted. Yeah, you wanted to be alone. Very confronting yeah. way. Yeah. This is what you've asked for so long and you're just going to, you're going to own it. Yeah. And then ironically enough, you know, I, I would have these like little download moments of mm-hmm. like artworks. And, you know, I've been through, like, the heartbreak, the, like, you know, the death of my grandfather, you know, the everything I knew basically turned on its head, mm-hmm. as it does when you're 30. Yeah. And um, I remember riding my bike one day, and it's like the gates of the creativity opened, and I threw my bike, because <laughs> I knew it was only going to last a little bit. And I just, like, started <laughs> writing all these notes about blah, 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 and then felt it, like, closing up. And then I got went home that day, that night, and I started drawing her. Wow. Yeah. And it was just, like, I started drawing this series called Outlined yeah. Works of Light in the Rhythm of Darkness. And that's where the line drawings, like, that's basically started. Really settled into that. And do you still have those now? Yeah, I've got those. And, um, and I, oh, the notes? Yeah. Oh, I think they might be in an old phone. I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and should find them. I should find those. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what phone I have. Um, probably my mom's got that phone. <laughs> um, but then, ironically, so I have these works, and there's like 44 works. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm gonna have an exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> and these are the things that I just like, you know, have been told, you know, you should do this, you should do blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm, mm, mm. mm. And it was like my heart and my soul and my insides mm-hmm. I put on this paper and then I was just like, everyone must see it. Yeah. And I had this, I created a one night only exhibition yeah. and my beautiful friends helped me. And it was like paintings and collage and these works and, and it was just, it was, it was incredible. And then my mum came in and she looked at all the works and she said, well, when did you do all this? And I was like, when I was sad. And she mm-hmm. said, when were you sad? And I was like, oh my god, Marla, where have you been the last six months? Oh my god. And then it's just, it's basically they came from my journey of like becoming, like finding myself again at 31, mm-hmm. you know, and just going, I've been in a relationship since I was 24. Yeah. So it's just like, what? Who like, you come you? out. Who it's like you. Yeah. yeah. It's like someone just like, hits you over the head and yeah. you're all of a sudden you're just like I was reading this article um, yesterday 
actually, when I was like trying to prep for this. And I read this and I thought, oh, this is beautiful. This lady has this um, just a little article called Three Pieces of Advice for uh, the Creative Life. And in it, she quotes um, her mentor, this guy named Parker Palmer. I thought this was so sweet. A Quaker writer in his 70th decade who could care less about that gallery you are represented mm -hmm. by or what company you design products for. He just wants to know if you are kind what has broken your heart, and if you've managed to make art about it. Oh my god, oh my god, that's so amazing. Please send that to me. I will. That is so beautiful. Because I, I definitely, um, there's a beautiful sensitivity in how simple your work is. Yeah, it's it's funny, it's, be, it's become a real journey, and I remember at that exhibition, um, People like my you know, people come up and they'd be like, I'd say, which one stands out to mm -hmm. you out of 44 of the works? Mm -hmm. These are the line drawings, and um, and they would be, they'd say, oh that one, yeah. and you know, and it would be like, heartbreak is a motherfucker, <laughs> or there would be one where it was like, got cruise fun, and then there was one, and it's just a circle, and it's like, I miss my best friend. Beautiful, and it, it, it also made me realise at that moment, like what it is to be an artist, mm -hmm. and it's. It's, you know, artists, they put, they put what they're feeling onto something and then they're just like, what do you make of, mm -hmm. you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's not like, feel this, yeah. but it's like, what does it make you yeah. feel? And, um, and yeah, and then I just kept drawing. Like, yeah. I just, and then, and the funny thing is, is that I thought I needed, and I, I, in the past I'd had artist studios with all the stuff, mm -hmm. Would never go there. Yeah. Go there once, maybe do a painting, a watercolor yeah. painting. Very realistic. Yeah. Didn't mean much to me, you know. Yeah, cool, like, you know, tip. The space didn't make you feel anything. Well, yeah, and like, you know, I could paint the perfect, you know, horse and the perfect mm -hmm. seashell and that kind of stuff, but it just, it didn't have the meaning behind it. And mm -hmm. that's why I didn't want to show it, because yeah. it was just like, there's, there's no, there's no truth behind it. And yeah, I paint a, I paint a pretty picture. Yeah. Cool. But um, now, yeah, like now, I started um, just creating from my bed. In yeah. the morning, I'd wake up, I'd do a little meditation, and then I would just draw from yeah. my bed. And it was funny because I was, you know, I was 31, and I was going through this, like, learning to find myself again, and, and my even, like, learning about my own sexuality, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, you know, who, who am I as a woman? Mm -hmm. You kind of, when you're dating for someone for seven years, you kind of come out and you're just like, where, where do I stand? <laughs> what? You know, picture, yeah. things are different now. You know, yeah. you just like, you start going, oh, yeah, right, okay. But you don't so, realise how much you let another person define you. In yeah, yeah, and, and, and not in a, like, you know. Not like, in a negative yeah. way of this person's making me be this way. Yeah. It's just that you, you end up mirroring each other so much so that you forget to actually look at yourself yes. in, yeah. in reality, yeah. in a real, realistic place of where you are or yeah. want to be. And you kind of also a bit like, oh yeah, that person loves me, mm -hmm. you know, and not, you know, not that you do anything, like you don't put on things, cause, but you're just like, this, you know, you just The security of, of just knowing that that person is there. there. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and so I just, yeah, I was just, it was like that was the first time I was seeing myself yeah. in a really long time as well. Like it was just like, I was like, oh, and 
oh, my face, like, it looks sad. Yeah. Okay, I need to make it look happy again. Yeah. And just started doing some really, um, started doing yoga and just going really deep, like five rhythms every, mm -hmm. every week, and that's mm -hmm. my therapy. And I just started listening. Yeah. And that's like, I just started listening. I listened to myself. I listened to what was out there. I, I felt, I was just like, oh, mm. like the undercurrents. Mm. I was like, I need to listen. <laughs> and I just kept drawing. And I just. It's funny that that coincided with the, the revelation that came from that, that uh, course that you took about being really being present mm -hmm. because so much of yeah. listening yeah. is really just in the art of actually being present yeah. and allowing it to actually unfold and yeah. really listening yeah. to what's going on as opposed to what you want to hear. Yeah. Yes. And you know what I mean? And this is the, like, and I think that also kind of comes into the thing of like, you know, the, there's, I would want to be this type of artist. Mm -hmm. and, and I say this to people on Tuesdays, you know, I'm just like, we always look at someone else's signature mm -hmm. and handwriting, we're like, oh. and it's like, cause we, we are so, we, we know ours, ours is so familiar. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, but I don't want that, how that person's yeah. doing it. And we don't trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so it was learning to also just trust myself and just yeah. going, this is, yeah okay maybe I'm never gonna like have that kind of aesthetic mm -hmm. but this is my aesthetic and yeah. I need to learn how to own this aesthetic yeah. and and this style and and then just you know sometimes I'll draw something <laughs> and I'll just be like I have no idea but like <laughs> yeah yeah or I'll just be like whoa whoa oh my and I'll draw things and I won't even and I'll be like oh that's like now I know that the mistakes are worth everything mm -hmm. because I will draw something I'll be like, oh, that's whatever. And then I'll come back to it and I'll be like, wow. You'll have, you'll see it in and life. I'll see it in your life and I'll be like, whoa, I, oh, that's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Let me ask you something because your, your art, I feel, um, one of the aspects that I really love about it is it really, to me, feels like you honor the human body. Yeah. You let it be what it is and yeah. you honor it. And you go, this is beauty. Yeah. You know? I want to know if there's that correlation between your body language affecting how you view the world. Mm. How it changes, your body language changes your mind and your mind changes your body. Mm. How has finding your own perspective in your art changed how you view your body? Well, okay. So, um... I I was drawing a lot, mm -hmm. of, drawing a lot of women, going to life drawing, and you know, being 31, I'd kind of just be like, oh, this thing and this and all oh, this, you know, about yourself and yeah. the way that I was viewing myself. And so I, you know, I was just like, I'm drawing all these women. I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to life drawing. Every time there's a naked person in front of me, I'm just in awe. Mm -hmm. And I just went, how can I, what, how, how can I just like see every single body and see its beauty, mm -hmm. but I can't see my mm -hmm. own beauty. Mm -hmm. So I started life modeling. Yeah. Because I was just like. For other artists. Um, for yourself. For classes. Yeah. I went to a life modeling workshop and then I started life modeling because I was just like, I want to see. So basically, you know, when you go to a life drawing class, you get all these different people yeah. and they, they yeah. draw you. And I, w I said, I want to see how these people mm -hmm. 
see me because yeah. I can't see my beauty. Yeah. But you know, they'll see my beauty. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then it was it was it was part of the process of just kind of of discovering myself. And I'm still discovering myself. Like yeah. there's still things where I'm just a bit like you haven't embraced it. I just certain aspects. I just I like being healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I embrace the curves. I yeah. embrace all the things. Well, that's my part mom, of the reason why I love your work. My mum, like, said, I used to have this thing about my thighs. Yeah. And my mum said this thing to me when I was younger. She's just like, they work. They yeah. carry you. And it's just, it's, like, for me, it just gets me, like, I just get to know myself a bit better. Mm -hmm. And... And just to like, yeah, like, I don't know, like we all can resonate with something mm -hmm. that we see mm -hmm. within. Like lately I've been doing a lot of thigh mm -hmm. I love that. work yeah. as well because I've got this, like, I'm really, my body's changed mm -hmm. again in the last, so I'm 34 now and I'm just like, wow, yeah. you know, yeah. and things like, you know, getting fit and all this kind of stuff, I, um, I, it's taken a little bit longer and all this, this mm -hmm. stuff. And so I'm just like, oh, you know, like looking at myself now and going, okay, like, this is, this is, yeah. And, you know, just kind of like this, this shape and just yeah. like learning to embrace the shape again. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I, and I admire that. I think we all go thinking. Yeah. Because I think that that, it's the only way to find a place where you actually can, like your mother said, they work. Yeah. So it's the only place to, to go from that leads you to a place of appreciation yeah. and grace. Yes. You know? Yes, grace. Oh my God, grace. Grace. <laughs> That's me and the word grace. <laughs> me and the word death and me and the word grace. We're just, it's death and grace. Hand like, hand, right? Oh, it's amazing. But my body fluctuates so yeah. much. Yeah. Like my friend once said to me, I just found your jean stash. <laughs> like, and I was like, stole it. Yeah. No, I'm just, she's like, well, you have so many jeans. And I'm like, well, it, it goes up yeah. and down. And so it's just, it's, I just, it's a way of discovering me drawing the female body, especially, mm -hmm. but the human body is, it's like, it's the way of me. It's my own kind of, um, healing process. Healing. Yeah. And not that I like, I, you know, have had really big issues. Like my sister was like, I've got body dysmorphia <laughs> when I was younger. And, um, not that that's, that's nothing to laugh about, but, um, <laughs> But <laughs> she, yeah, it just, it would just make me have my own kind of like, it, it, it's just a way of me going, okay, you know, and um, just, I don't know, and then just finding the beauty mm -hmm. in the body. And then recently, like, my grandmother passed away and I held her hand yeah. towards death. Yeah. And the body, oh my God, like, I clapped her out. Yeah. Because I was just like, you're amazing. And, but just to see what the body can do and that's another like and that's another way of embracing you know mm -hmm. it's just like this body has carried her for 91 years and it's just like you know if i like you want to get to 91 and go okay yeah my life lived i love it yeah thank you yeah it hasn't all been beautiful it hasn't yeah. all been peaceful it hasn't all been you know whatever you would have wanted it yeah but in hindsight it was everything yes Yes, it was everything. And it was just like, you know, she, she didn't have the things that we have these days that are like yelling at you about mm. 
what's beautiful and all this kind of stuff and it's just like you know and that, that's what was really lovely about spending time with her as well mm -hmm. is because I was just like oh my god it's just she she's from this world where things are just so stripped back stripped back which is what your art is yeah which I think if anything you're so lucky to have this tool that is a constant reminder mm. this gift yeah. you know <laughs> gift like when things yeah. get noisy you just strip it back and you're yeah. so lucky to have that yeah it's like a a superpower really yeah thank you that's such a nice that's so nice but uh, like it's been it's funny because i started the last few months was a bit crazy and mm -hmm. i started having, getting a little bit of like crazy anxiety mm -hmm. again and I would just pick up the pen and paper and start drawing yeah. and I was just like and and that's another thing that's kind of been um, you know getting to know myself and also just creating my own security mm -hmm. as well and you know sometimes like being on your own and I like I, I did a lot of like living on my own as well you just you don't really have that soundboard of a partner mm -hmm. you've got your friends and all this kind of stuff but you don't really have the soundboard of a partner to kind of there, be there to reassure you. But any time I would feel um, anything, like it's just like sad, lost, anything, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be like, I'll always have my art. Yes. And I've dedicated, like I've made a conscious decision to dedicate my life to my art because yeah. I feel like it is I'm the always sense of it gives you the true sense of who you yeah are or want to be or where you're going yeah or where you'd like to be going yeah yeah so speaking of that do yes. you find do you find that you're in a place where you really are confident in that uh, perspective in that in that voice in the voice of where i'm going yeah of like this is I can trust what it does for me. I can trust what it's telling me. I can... Yes. And now I don't have to look elsewhere for guidance or inspiration. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm... Now I am... It's it's really fun, actually, <laughs> because... Because, you know, I might draw something and I'd be like, oh, that's a bit weird or whatever. But now I just... Ah, oh, I can just... I can draw something and even if it's not nothing that is worth anything to me mm -hmm. or whatever i can see something in that yeah. and i know that it's just the stepping stone and so i think that we a lot of the time we're very like we want the results now yeah. you know yeah. i want to be this now and it's just without the mistakes you don't have you don't have the art yeah well and and without and the, like the mistakes have led you to some beautiful places yeah and i think my for me, I think it's all like the imperfections within my art are a representation yeah. of the imperfections of myself yeah. as well. Like, sorry, I'm not, like, I'm a ripped piece of paper. I'm a bit crumbled. There's some copy things on you. Yeah. Someone told me the other day, they said you're such a juxtaposition. And I was like, hmm? It's like, oh, I don't know whether to be offended or intrigued by that. But then I kind of just went away and I was just a bit like, well, I'd I think I'd much rather be that than yeah. be really like, I don't know, like straight, straight line. Narrow. Yeah. Um, when you said before about basically telling, telling your students or whoever to not look elsewhere mm. 
to try and be that person or that try to reenact that creative endeavor or that that art who do you look for for inspiration not to be that but to to just open your mind up and that leads you to be curious about your own you know yeah your own journey. um well i'm just like anything arts history mm -hmm. all the like i just I, i'm obsessed with it i want to go and study i've always been this like i had this real like and sometimes i'm just a little bit like am i gonna be left behind in the world <laughs> because i'm still back and um yeah just like any of the artists that picasso is picasso um he i i just really appreciate the way that he just saw in pure abstraction mm -hmm. and and what and this is another thing that I kind of realized is that all these artists, you know, Picasso, Matisse, um, you know, all these all these artists that had this abstract way of painting. If you look back to their earliest days, they painted very traditionally. Mm -hmm. They they got all the tools and then they stripped completely back. Yeah. And so I think that's I think in one way that's really important to kind of like build the foundation and then build your own signature make from your that. way back yeah it. yeah yeah but then i also think that it's really like really beautiful to just trust what you what comes naturally yeah. to you as well and build on that because yeah. i think essentially you kind of end up doing that anyway mm -hmm. you, can, you go forward and then you you come back and you peel all the way back and um it's funny because i like the line drawings i just i didn't like I just kind of started drawing the line drawings. I don't know, like it was just. Well, like you said, in that moment, right? In that moment, in that download, it was just, and it was, it kind of more came from because I I used to write in my, mm -hmm. and then, and it was going like, it was so, in the first like outlined works of light in the rhythm of darkness series, um, there's the line drawing, and then I've written something, and then there's color with mm. the Pantone color next to it, and that's because I had just gone to study graphic design. Right, and you still so, have that in your system. Too. Yeah, and so I was trying to differentiate being creative as an artist and being creative as a graphic designer, mm. and you know, like I was putting all this energy into all this creative energy into doing gra in graphic mm -hmm. design, and then it wasn't. Like it was just taken it away. Wasn't, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, the line drawings. Yeah, I just they just. I don't know. I just. Who? Uh, he, you are, you've lived here again. You've said many many times off and on. Yeah. But now you've you've settled. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. You know, cat back way. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but you have your you have your network of friends here. Yes. Do you find that you have that that um, place that in your friends that you can you feel held and you feel like you can bounce ideas off of you off of them and have an honest discussion about what's leading you where? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think well, Christine, my friend Christine, she's like probably the main person because I can be very. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not this very traditional. Person, like you, you know, like the, the oh, sorry, That's all right. don't worry. Um, like the, I just sometimes I'm just like, are you what's going on? You know, mm. what is it? Is it that you just you've got this sense in you that you just kind of need to keep going and exploring? And that's the thing, like, I feel like 
and I think I'm going off the topic of the question, but <laughs> I just, um, I, I just feel like there's a lot to discover mm-hmm. and because I just want to focus on my art, I just, I need to kind of just keep exploring because mm-hmm. I know that there's another level. In that, in that exploring, that desire to explore and have that exploration, what's next for you? What do you feel like? What are you intuitively gravitating towards? What's pulling you? Um, I'm planning on moving to Italy. I had a feeling you were yeah, going to say that. To study, um, to study arts history, mm-hmm. and just to just to go and be in, in a new country mm-hmm. and just to explore. Like you know, I just I feel like I've been pinging ponging with between here and Melbourne for like 14 years and I haven't been overseas for seven and I just like I'm ready like it's and this it has the not to bring up a sore subject no sensitive subject but has the death of your your nonna really helped you realize that or was it something that was percolating yeah it's already percolating and because she's like she's Italian yeah Italian Slovenian that was just like that was like going to Italy, Italy mm-hmm. basically and it just made me want to go and Dive deeper. Dive deeper. And um, I've got like a European passport and I just, it's, it's something, so when I was younger, I always thought that I would go and live overseas and study. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things when I was younger that I thought I would do have like, have, have happened. So I'm just like, oh, this is gonna happen because, yeah. and it's taken the funniest thing, like, just going back on your question before, like mm-hmm. about like a support. Mm-hmm. My, I wouldn't be anywhere if I didn't have the support of my friends. Like yeah. the women that I'm surrounded by in my life are just so phenomenal, and they just you know sometimes it's just like Caddy, yeah. <laughs> no crazy or something, you know. And then there's ones that are just like yeah, go for it. And, yeah. But they've been there for me when I've just been like the the lost child, yeah. you know, just like aching and um they're I think they just they've just they've just got to know me where they just like just go you know they're not like no one's ever said oh what you know how come you're not thinking about finding a boyfriend or you know Mm. settling down and having kids or I think they just know now that it's just well there's a sense of probably of seeing that you've accepted who you are or or in the process of that and trusting you, yeah. trusting that you're doing the, th- the right thing for you. Yeah, and it's, it's just it's funny because like last night I went, I was um, driving around and then I was like, I'm gonna sleep in my car and, and my friend was just like, what are you up to now? <laughs> you know? And it's just like, it's just like, oh, there she goes. And, and I feel like I jump on these, I, I do this thing where I, I, it's like I don't live for mm. a while. And then I just, I'm like, Lie. And I'm just like, like I had this dream once upon a time where I was riding a motorbike without a helmet mm-hmm. and I had my friends running after me going, put your helmet on. And I was just like, woo. And sometimes I feel like that. Like sometimes I'm just yeah. like, catch up with me. And um, yeah, I just kind of get this like this burst of, 
I don't know, this, this burst of energy. And I think because I lived with like anxiety and fear mm. for so long and there's a quote that I heard once and it's like stuck with me forever. Mm. Mm. But it's like, um, it's by Hunter S. Thompson. It's mm. like faster, faster until the thrill of speed overcomes the fear of death. Hello. And when I heard that, I was like, yeah. And um, yeah, so I just, I just know that there's a lot more and I like out there for me personally and I don't like you know I think there's like we everyone has their place and mm -hmm. I don't honestly I don't really it doesn't bother me what anyone else does in their life of course not yeah well thank you for letting me listen to you oh I hope that that was okay it was beautiful <laughs> thank you so much for sharing thank a you. piece of yourself with me Thank you. That's I feel very honoured, no. <laughs> but also very like nervous, and I'm not very good at talking. You I'm are. much better with pen. You are. <laughs> you are very good at talking. My articulation. Don't doubt yourself. Thank you. Thanks for so much. Well. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right, guys. That was my conversation with Cat back. I hope it left you inspired to face your fears, to um, really accept where you are right now to um, walk away with a little bit more grace and willingness to accept yourself and love yourself. Anyways, head over to her Instagram account, catbackboogie. You can learn more about how to purchase her art, how to support her, um, also how to like go to her weekly drop in life drawing sessions and also you'll find out where she's showing next which I believe something is in the works for the end of April so go over to her Instagram and um, obviously follow her because you'll be inspired every day and also tune in next week because I have a really special guest lined up thank you so much